What is this brief mortal life? If not the pursuit of legacy. Hello everybody, welcome to Green and Black. This is your buddy Mike, along with uh, my maester friend, Justin. How are you? I'm well. I'm shocked that you think of me as a, ma a master. A maester. <laughs> like, I think they got the, like, the rings or something. The, the, the rings around them. That's it. You know your stuff. They, I, and I, but that means a lot coming from you. If anyone knows this stuff, it's certainly you. So we are here to uh, recap and talk about House of the Dragon, Episode 6, Driftmark, where we find out mm. that Westerosi funerals aren't much better than weddings. Oh my goodness, you are not kidding. I mean, if you had, if I had a knife available watching this whole episode, I mean, the tension was very strong. It would be very hard to cut it. Just from the looks, just from the stares and the looks from everybody and just what happened, oh man, it was, it was a doozy. <laughs> yeah. So I found out. Uh, I don't know. Do you do you watch like the like the making of like the special features and stuff that they have? Yes, I like that the inside of the episodes. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting that apparently that funeral scene, the opening of this episode, was like the first thing they filmed. Period. Yes. And, and where basically nobody knew anybody else. And so, like, that awkwardness that's in there is actually kind of natural due to the fact that, like, none of these people really knew anybody, and they didn't really even have their characters fleshed out yet, um, and they're really kind of putting them on for the first time. I thought that was a really effective way to do it. Oh, yeah, I thought, yes. I wonder if, um, if they planned that beforehand, like, before, before, like, before everything starts, and just, in particular, why that particular scene? You know, I don't know, but I thought, yeah, I thought that was just brilliant. I thought all the actors and actresses, they all really, they all pulled the part out. They, I mean, they really just did their, they did their thing. This, this show gets better and better. It's like wine. It gets better and better with age. And I'm, this, to me, is probably like one of my personal favorite episodes. And just that simple fact with that particular scene, the opening scene, um, just, just the awkwardness and just the tension that everyone has. It reminded me of, you know me, I always going back to uh, remind us of Game of Thrones, of the wedding of Joffrey and, um, oh my goodness, Marjorie. Marjorie. Yes. And how within that one little, that was not really a big scene, but you see a lot of like um, people coming together that you never saw coming together, a lot of interesting side remarks or conversations. I think like with Cersei, with um, Brianna Toff, and um, who'll be another one? Oh my goodness. Jamie with the uh, Lord, I'm thinking of other people. But I say that because we see a lot of that in this particular episode. Like all these characters having, even with a quick ten second um, dialogue, you know, you see certain stuff happening. Yeah, and I, I, you know, it reminded me a lot. Also, I mean, it's funny that you say that, um, because like it, it reminded me of. Game of Thrones, like the uh, the episode uh, Winterfell in the eighth season, where they had the big banquet at the end. Oh where, yeah! Like, all these other characters all came together, um, and you know, people that that you hadn't really ever seen together or really even thought about being together. Yes. And here they all are together in one room. You know, you know, Daenerys and and the Hound and and. 
Beric and yes. you know like Gendry Tommy. and like all the like almost everybody in the show they're all like in this one room and there's all these little pieces and little vignettes going on you know between different conversations between different people you know what Sansa saying to the Hound and Daenerys and what's you know what's Arya and and Clegor saying and or Sandor saying and what's you know like what's all these other people saying going on and uh, you know I thought it was really kind of a very similar vibe you know oh, here there are here's all these everybody but they're all kind of separated off into cliques you know and oh. here's, you know here's you know Viserys and and Alicent and over here and then over you here you mean Emma right. Exactly. Over here is like you know Rhaenyra and her kids, and then over here is you know the 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 girls. You know, and I thought it was like like especially like where it's like you know like Rhaenyra tells like Jace to like go over and talk to his cousins. You know, just talk to their mother, go over and talk to them. You know, and it's just like. Like, that's, like, normal family stuff. Like, I can definitely see, like, any mom you and I know, like, doing that. Like, go over to your cousin. Go talk. Oh, why do I have to? Because you have yeah. to. And then he just, you know, goes over, stands there, and he's just awkward, you know? It just doesn't even like know what to do. typical preteens. That's exactly, exactly how it is. Yeah, and I think, you know what? I think the, the kids are really great. Oh, my um, goodness. Phenomenal. You know, the, twin, you know the, the twins, you know, uh, and, you know, Jace and Luke and, and even Eamon and and Aegon, you know, those are they're really good for what they're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and really, really do doing a good job. Uh, you know, and that, man, that throwdown, I don't know, kid was kids, that was a throwdown. That was a throwdown. I, I was playing my hand, was playing my hand with a song, won't start no stuff, won't be no stuff. I was, <laughs> they, it was on site with those kids, you know, and I, that, that whole scene, that was just really gruesome. It just really reminded me of the Hunger Games, you know, like kids, they can be vicious, they can be cruel, they can be willing to kill. If need be, and I'm just, I, that whole scene. I had, you know, I had one eye. Of course, I went back to rewatch it once, you know, the scene happened. But that first time, it was really, it was really uncomfortable. Uh, and I say that in a good way for it to me to watch. But those kids really pulled it off. I think they're all doing a phenomenal job. Um, I just my my heart breaks for um um, um Amen because I said it in the last episode, I actually had pity for him. I had pity. You know, it wasn't right for them to be making fun of him, giving him the page because he didn't have a dragon. You know, I thought going into this that, you know, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be a cookie. He's not going to be like a douchebag or anything. But boy, boy, was I wrong. Man, he shit up wet douche mode to the fullest. He says, your mother's dead. That you guys are not even, your father's not even real. You guys are really strong. He was just calling things out. He was just, he, he, once he got that dragon, it was like a switch for him. And I was like, wow. Yeah, and that, and I think that's like that's an important thing, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it it is a big switch for him, and as it is for any, you know, for anybody, and and you got to hand it to him, you know, you're going up to the biggest, crankiest dragon there is, you know, and trying to assert yourself to it, and mm-hmm. you know, and so yeah, and I think I think Vigar really, you know recognize that you know she tried to shake him off she tried to intimidate him she tried to scare yep. him yeah wasn't having it and he definitely kind of grew into himself you know in that 
time that he was, you know, flying her around and with her and everything. And so when he came back, he wasn't taking any crap from anybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, so when Raina's like, you know, you know, that was my mother's dragon. Oh, your mother's dead. And, you know, oh. I was, I was going to, I, sh I she was mine to claim. Well, you should have claimed her then, you know? Yes. It's like he had like a talk with himself. Like we know when the parents have a talk with a child, like you need to stick up for yourself, for yourself. He had that talk. Somebody said he came back like really a different person, and he really held his own. Like he was really like I mean, even when they were jumping him, he, he was holding his own. About to kill his own nephews, but it was just oh. definitely a, definitely a big change. Big, that's what I like about this show. I feel like I feel like I have like the outline of the show down pat. Okay, this person's gonna be like this. This person's gonna be like that. This person's gonna survive. I think about with, with, with the um with the strong with Lionel and Harwin. I said you know they're gonna last for a while. Turns out they're dead. And then I'm uh, going with um Armin right now. I'm like you know he's gonna be like a good. I'm not saying because I feel like they're all bad or good, but I feel like he has some good intentions, some good hearts and stuff. And for me, just to see him become how he bring out of the shell, become how he is now. I was just, oh my goodness, I wasn't I wasn't expecting that. So I do love this about the show that it really does shatter my expectations, and I'm very excited because as someone who still hasn't read the book yet, I'm I'm really fighting the fighting my temptations to read. I feel like like I don't I I feel like I know where it's going, but I know this is gonna shatter shatter me in so many pieces. Like the what I'm thinking is definitely not what's gonna happen. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the things to keep in mind is that we're seeing like especially in this first season, we're seeing, like, all these big time jumps. Yes. Um, and, you know, I think we're going to see another one, I mean, because, the, you know, the coming attractions are, like, you know, kind of a young adult. Age. Yeah. So, you know, they're they're taking all these moments. But I, but, but I think what's really interesting is that they are, they are taking, t even with these time jumps, they're taking time to develop these characters, get us invested in these characters. Yes, yes. Um, you know, like, there was a big thing with, you know, like, a lot of reaction online with the ending and, you know, with the realization that, you know, Lenore and Carl were just, like, you know, just rowing off to West, to, to Essos to go live their best lives. Yeah, you know? they're living their best life. Big, big pocket of gold and off, no names having, and off they go. Having lots of goose. That's a good. That's a goose going down. Yeah. Um, which is which is by the way, which is a big departure from the books because in the book, Carl does actually kill Lenore. Oh wow! Um, and you know, so the fact that they they change that and allow Lenore to just you know go off, um, and you know, finally be happy without a name, without uh, you know the pressure of the court and you know the fact that they're a lot more tolerant in essos of you know lifestyles and, and yes you know people's people's you know choices and things like that um and who people are you know is is you know is kind of a a good moment for them and uh one of the more interesting things i think that they did in in making changes yeah i you know the i, I thought about what you well, about what you were saying prior, um, prior to that, but I felt like like the book though, as we've been we've been saying though, it's like a um, it's like a recollection, a recollection, you know, of other people's accounts of a situation. So I'm assuming that people 
you know, based off of that count, they already assume, you know, that they, that Leonard was already dead. Like, you know, they based off of what they saw. But well, by us watching the show, the actual, the actual truth telling of it. So exactly, they you know they staged it so that it looks like. Carl killed Lenore. Yes. And as far as anybody knows, besides, you know, maybe three or four people, that's yes. exactly what happened. So that's naturally the story that's going to be told. So th that kind of destroys my my, my, my my other theory that I kind of want to I was hoping that maybe down the road when the war breaks out, we might see Lenore again with his dragon coming in. This would be like a, a, a A for um, Renera and whatnot. But if we don't see, if, I mean, like, once again, I don't know what the book says, but if you don't hear from him again, if he's already soon dead in the book, I'm assuming that he does not come back, obviously, to help out. So that kind of defeats my old, my little theory in that regards. Yeah, I think, unless it, unless it's one of these things where it turns out that, like, some other character is actually Lenor, which I mm. suppose is possible. But so, so, for instance, in the book, there is another character who winds up um, taking sea smoke and Ooh. you know and that and the that character is to a slight degree mysterious um, okay you know so could they tweak it a little bit I'm sure they could that character also has you know but that character also does have a backstory and does have a brother so you know oh, they yeah. have to do a little massaging to it. But, yeah. you know, I mean, it's TV, you know, anything's possible and, you know, they can, they can really kind of do whatever they want to do. I'm looking forward to that. I'm really see, see how they do that. I hope we do, they do massage it and then we do get back. I thought he was a good character. I, I genuinely liked him. He's very good hearted. He's, he seems very valuable and noble to a Renera and she needs all the help she can get because Allison's getting allies left and right. And not just any, but powerful allies. I'm really scared about Larry Tom Harwood, man. He, and not only that, but even her daughter as well, too. They got some skills. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, her sons will as they grow up. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of stuff going on here. And she has, obviously, she has, you know, uh, Sir Holes of Grudge is obviously still with her. <laughs> and uh, oh my goodness, yes! I ca I kind of gotta wonder, like, what the Kingsguard really does, because um, they don't seem very good at their jobs. They are know? very horrible. You get you see princes losing their eyes or getting into constant fights. Um, even the king being pushed away because if you come to that, that, which is by the way my favorite scene so thus far, that scene where they're all together and the accusations arise. But you see Alice even push her own husband. He falls to the ground. And like nobody's helping him out again. I'm like, oh my goodness, yeah. That they they would have lost their jobs if I was king eons ago. And that's real honesty. Yeah, I mean it's like, you know, what is what has Harold Westerling done in the whole show other than announce people walking in the room? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. <laughs> yeah, absolutely nothing. But you know, but you know, how about uh, how about Allison? Like you know, Sir Christian, bring me his eye. Bring me his eye. <laughs> she oh, she's like, but you belong to me. She was letting know that he's a, she. She's coming out of her shell. 
she's coming out of her shell, and it was wow. And then he said, you know, I can't do that. I mean, I'm just here for you as your protector one night. He knew his place. He he was playing his cards right as well. But she she didn't take offense to it. She was like, okay, cool. She said, you going to do it? I'm going to have to man up and step up to it. <laughs> she sure did. She, I, oh, man. I, I, I know she's a, she's a, um, a high tower, but she got to have some type of Lannister in her. She reminded me so much of Cersei. So much. Especially when it comes to the children. I feel like um, there's a theme like based off of the, this show and Game of Thrones is that children can be a weakness. Or, yeah, yeah, I'm going to stand by that. It can definitely be a weakness. You know, if you mess with their, so much children, all, all hell can break loose. And you could be a little bit vulnerable. Yeah, but and but I think, you know, they're, and they're really... Like pushing this idea of you know our children are like what we leave behind and and like we mm. live on through our children like that seems to be you know there's there's a there's the quote that I play at the beginning of every one of these episodes which was from this episode you know where Corliss is like you yeah. know, what what is you know what is life in this this mortal life if not the quest, not the search for legacy. Yes. You know, and, and, you know, he's had, he's, he's there and he's talking to his wife and he's, the music's building up. I'm like, he's going to say the thing. He's going to say the thing. He's this is what he says the thing. You know? <laughs> Cue the Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Yes. I'm looking at it. He said it. He said the thing. He said it. <laughs> but that, but that's really what this show so far seems to be about is like, yeah, we're preparing, you know, it's all about our legacy and it's all about, what follows us and how we live on, how our names live on through yeah. you know, our children and our grandchildren and, you know, all that stuff like that. Because I Corliss think, is all about, you know, preparing a world and making sure that there's a Valarian in that world. He you know? really and, wants that. And yeah. I think his wife called him out on that as well, too. Like, um, what's in there? Raina? I always get it. Um, his wife's name? Um, Rhaenys. Renice, thank you. All right, Renice. Yeah, she, she, she's not a fool. She called him out on that too. She said, "You know what? This is not about me. You know, have me having the crown on that. I should have had it. This is all about you. What you really wanted." When she called him out on that, but to even go back to what you say in terms of legacy, you just remind me about there is a big theme in regards to legacy, passing on for your children, or just passing on your name once you are passed away. Because Viserys brought that up a few episodes ago. With the master, was it was, was either the master or the hand? I'm trying. To, I, don't, I think it was probably with it was with Lionel. So it was with the hand. When he says, "Do you think you know they were never me for being good for a king and whatnot?" So it's very interesting that you said that, and just to see um, Corliss, um, his take on what legacy is, and he he's stopping at nothing. I feel just the fact that he's willing to um, give Driftmark to um, Rhaenyra and Lannerys. Um, Children who are not his. Everyone knows. It's been it's been said multiple times in this episode. Just look at them. They're not they're not they're not his. They're not his. But not towards his actual bloodlines from um Leanna's um two daughters. That's that speaks a lot. I feel like that's a lot of um a lot of pride that he has to not be willing for the sake of legacy. Yeah, you know, and it, you know it's funny, you know, when uh you know, he, the fact that he's sitting there and he's talking to, to Luke and he's like, you know, your brother's going to be king and this, you know, this will be yours. Yes. You know, and, you know, Luke's like, Stop I don't want best. it. Pretty I good. Don't want it. 
I don't, I don't know why I'm not. But instead, I got triggered. Yeah, Luke, John Snow. Luke walked so that John Snow could run. You know. Ah, I love it. You better trademark that, Mike. Trademark that real fast. Luke walks so that. I don't John want Snow it. Could run. I don't want it. But 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 that's twice we've seen that, right? It's like because we saw that last week with Aegon. You know, well, yes, where, where yes. he's like, where she's, where she's like, you know, Allison is like, you know, you're a challenge, and he's like, then I won't be a challenge. I won't challenge really? her. You know, it's like, let him have it. I let him have it. it. And you know, and now you see, and you know, Luke is kind of in the same boat. Who's kind of just like, I don't want it. You know, I don't, and and Lenor, who's like, I don't want this. You know, yeah, yeah. I feel like going back to Luke though, but Luke is just his. It's his very heartfelt reason. He stated that you know. Because if I get this, that means everyone is dead around me, and that's a really harsh truth. Yeah, like, if I'm wow. the Lord of Driftmark, then everybody's got to be dead, you know. Yeah. And that's you know, yeah, that's and nobody, you know, people don't think about that. You, you know, sure, Joffrey wasn't thinking about that. Well, definitely, you know? he was excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, was nobody, cool. nobody was really thinking. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's it's just wow, and I feel that's a good way just to really play with our emotions, like. This this series has a definite way to you know just to play with our emotions, get our get our hopes up because it's a reality. Like we you know for these past few episodes, we have really grown up. Well, I I can't speak for everyone. I've grown up really attached to these characters. I care about them. They're very complex, but that's what makes them even more enjoyable. So this is to see them, you know, potentially just you know even die off. It's gonna be. Painful, but this is—I keep on reminding myself. This is still in the lore of Game of Thrones, so don't get too attached to anyone. People, don't get too. Those who listen, do not get attached. Don't have favorite characters. Just, just watch objectively because you will—you might hurt yourself. Yeah, I mean, you know, your favorite character is already dead. Yes, a few of them died already, and then I get some new ones, and I'm like, oh my goodness, all right. Remember when we were? Uh, remember when we when you and I went to uh, went to Boston to see uh, you know the Game of Thrones live? Yes, the Ramin Jawadi thing. So so Justin and I went um, a few years back. It was I think it was after right after like between season six and season season seven. Yeah, season um, seven. R- Ramin Jawadi, who is the composer for Game of Thrones and for this show. Um, was doing a live tour, and he'd go around to all these places with an with a orchestra, and they would play the music live. Incredible! And during one of the intermissions, they had up on the big screens. They did like an Oscar in memoriam for all the characters who yes. died at that point. Up to that point, and it was they, a it was a lifting one. The, the bear and the maiden fair playing, and they were just showing like all these people, and it's like, oh man, remember him? Remember, remember that guy? Remember that yes. guy? Go too soon. <laughs> That, I really had a chuckle because they they know that's where that's at that time that's this show that's where he gets his meat from like you're not expecting to live long in this in this show you know and and people die in the most gruesome ways <laughs> but I don't think no way could beat the way I think um, going back to um, Lena that was such a that was a powerful way to die you know she didn't yeah she didn't, <laughs> no, absolutely and that was you know no, her own she, choice and her own agency yeah. So that was that was that was that was pleasant. I think we need to maybe pour one out for that poor guard and Driftmark who, you know, got snuck up on and killed by uh, by Damon and then burnt to a crisp. Yes, rest in peace. To, yes. So that he can pretend to be Lenor. 
<laughs> Which reminds me, it's so funny. I'm, I'm telling you, they, that's what they do all the time. They did the same thing with Brad and Rick on. They took the two farmers boys. And, you know, you got to have a scapegoat. You got to have someone to take Well, we day. need a couple bodies. Uh, that guy. That guy right, so, He was just minding his own business. He's just going for a nice little walk, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I let him know he's not coming back home anytime soon. David puts on his, you know, murder and hood. And oh, yeah. It really is like that. It, oh, my goodness. With his wife and now this person. So anytime. Now I know going moving forward. If I see you him wearing see, a hood. You see David in the hoodie, you know, it's going to be trouble. It's definitely trouble for someone around him. So it can be expected. I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm, I have my eye on David right now, though. I really do. Because I said this last time. I'll say it again. I, I just can't get a full read on him. Like, I do believe that he does. Like, like, I believe that he does have feelings. He does have emotions for um, Rhaenyra's. Obviously, we see that. We see them with that, that, that intimate scene they had, along with them actually getting married at the end of the episode. But I feel like something... I don't know. If he, get, if he, gets, if he gets an opportunity to see some moment for him to have a gain in power, or have the ability to have the Iron Throne for himself, where he's on top, I feel like he will definitely put Rhaenyra's, you know, in the front in the front row. Put your throw her under the bus. Or the or the carriage in the in this state. <laughs> yeah, so and I, I think that Damon is going we're gonna see Damon be, you know, Rhaenyra's greatest champion, you know, and really kind of be at the power you know, because once once Viserys dies, this thing goes into over. He dies? You're killing me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not Viserys. I can't believe it. I mean, he's, he's, he's a champion because I thought he would be dead by by episode three, but here we are, episode eight, and the man the man's walking around. <laughs> I mean, he's limping around. But I he, my prediction still stands that he's going to go in episode nine. Yeah. I want that to be... I think, that, I think you are right, but at the same time, I don't want that to be true because then I feel like... Okay, it's gonna be very predictable because that's kind of how it was with, with Game of Thrones. Like, okay, the um, penultimate episode of the season, you expect a big major death or so whatnot, and I want us to surprise. Like, I'm expect, I'm hoping he might die. I'm hoping he might die even like next episode. Yeah, well, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe this show does episode eight is the big episode. Yeah, you know, those, you know, even in Game of Thrones, they throw a curveball every once in a while. You know, that's true. You know, Hard Home was season was episode eight. It wasn't episode. Which I watched nine. yesterday. I was thinking of you. I watched. I love that episode. It is such a great episode. So so good masterpiece. Um, you know, but but remember this. You know, this whole Dance of Dragons thing doesn't really start until Viserys is dead. That is very much true. So up until that point, this is just really all prologue and. And getting us used to the characters and, and kind of setting, you know, the pieces on the board. But the game doesn't really start until after Viserys is dead. And now, you know, somebody needs to take take over. Yeah. And I'm looking at Otto Hightower, who I can't, you know, Mike, you know I can't stand him. I can't stand I'm so upset that he's back. And he's so mischievous. He's just as bad as he was before, you know. And I feel like, oh, he's, I, I feel like he's, he's going to step it up like a hundred um, times. Well, the moment Viserys breathes his last breath, he's going to go into full action mode. Yeah, I, but, but, 
but you know, you got to hand it to Otto for you know stepping up and taking taking care of his stupid drunk grandson. Oh, that was funny. That scene, now that scene was funny. He looked around to make sure he was able to do it. Uh, anybody here? Anybody here? All right, time yep. to be a grandpa. Yeah, because that's treason. You can't hit a you can't hit a, a a prince like that, even though that's your grand that's your grandchild. But yeah, that was funny, and I know. And that's about the. I feel like, and I'm pretty sure um, Adolf's gonna have a big role, but I feel like um, Amon's gonna be even bigger. Like he's gonna portray and have a bigger role moving forward than Aegon. Just like I thought, like kind of like with um, Harwin Straw, I felt like in the beginning, like, Harwin Straw's gonna have a play a bigger role than um, what's his name, Larys. But now, obviously, Larys is now the um, head of uh, um. Up in his castle, he's 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 right beside um, Allison's side. He's he's playing a much bigger role, and it goes back to that theme of second son. So I'm paying attention to all the second sons. Everyone that's the second son, I'm paying attention from Damon to um, Corius's brother to um, to Luke. So I think Luke is the um, Luke is the younger one. I'm paying attention to them all. Am I am I hitting am I hitting in the ballpark, Mike? I know you read the books. Am I hitting in the ballpark? That's that's not a bad plan. <laughs> I hear it in your voice. I hear that's it. that may not necessarily be a bad plan. Okay, I'm gonna stick with it then. I'm gonna run with it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that could definitely that could definitely work for you. Oh, <laughs> no, you got me. I'm gonna be like that. Um, what's his name, Charlie? He's the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Where he has that um, billboard, all those papers and stuff. That's gonna be that's the meme I'm gonna be right. This is about this whole. There you movie. go. Yeah. <laughs> all right, this one is second son. He's gonna be like this second son. All right, let's see. Cause I know. Oh man, it's gonna be so. Oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I just I just can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I think it's gonna get paid off in a lot of ways, and I just oh. Yeah. So and there's definitely you know depending on obviously what they do and and. You know how close they hew to the book. Obviously, um, it could has the possibility of getting really, really interesting with all these things because there's a lot of, you know, back and forth, a lot of power shifts and power trade offs, and and you know, it's kind of really nobody wins and nobody loses kind of thing, and yeah. you know. Um, a lot of people wind up dead, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, spoiler alert, I mean, if you watch Game of Thrones, we obviously know <laughs> all the Targaryens are gone. I don't. I think this, it might be just because from the start of this, I mean, you got the last people is Daenerys, her brother, and obviously Jon Snow. Oop, for those who don't watch Game of Thrones, you didn't hear that. But you, asked, you know, you hear that, so something has to have happened in the past just to make it be where it is. You just don't... A, a, a family line does not become extinct by you know. Right, but 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 also think about it. I mean, there's really not a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? Like like think of like okay, how many Targaryens are there? You have Viserys, you have Rhaenyra, you have Daemon, you have mm. you know right now you have you know Rhaenyra's three kids. Well, you, you think Daemon, about you have Daemon's daughters. That's really it. Well, so I go or, back to know, where we get Viserys's three kids. You know? When they go back to the, when we had we had all those people with the claims and stuff, there was like over like fourteen to seventeen claims to the throne. So I'm assuming, maybe I don't because I could have been in a little while that there was you know 
there was more more Targaryens back then that still be around now. I could be listen. I don't know, so please correct me if I'm right or wrong in that regard. I'm that's how I'm assuming. I feel like there's like there's probably more cousins than then when just Bernice, you know. Right, but you know these these are like the. But those are the main ones. I understand. Yeah, these are like the main, like the kind of like the main, like the main line ones, um, and you know, so and some of those claims were some of those claims were Valera, Valarians. Um, yeah, because they're like distant cousins, right? Right, and then you know there was there were some who were, um, like, like people who who had. Like were claimed to be, like Jaharis's son, but weren't oh, necessarily. Yeah, it's kind of uh, some of them were like bastards. Yeah. Um, you know, there were like there were fourteen of them all together, but there were really like only like like six serious ones. Okay. Thank you. Okay, I I, I can see that. Um, yes. Because they were either like you know half brothers or half Targaryens or quarter Targaryens or you know blah 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 blah. Um, so, you know, most of them didn't really, you know, I mean, the re the real ones were, you know, obviously, you know, um, you know, Viserys, Renice. Yep, yep. Those are, those are really kind of, um. Technically Emma, because they're cousins. Yeah, but she wasn't really in the running. Oh, okay, <laughs> she was just there. <laughs> they had to produce babies. Sorry, that sounds so not right. So yes. yeah, and 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 like like Lanar was one of them. You know, so like they were they put forth Lanar, you know, because really? he was oh, he, he, is a he was a direct line descendant of Jaharis. You know what I'm saying? It's like there was a, like everybody was basically throwing their name in. Um, you know, there was Vagon who was. Jaharis' son, but he was a maester, so he really couldn't do it. Oh, you know? he I mean, his titles, yeah, so there, yeah. Yeah, so there were, other, there were other people like that, too. Oh, wow. That's, that's wow. <laughs> that's really interesting on that. Oh, all this power and this discussion on it, it just really makes you really think and whatnot. And it's really... I just, like I said, I wish I, could, I had an ability just to read these characters' minds. Like, what are they really thinking? What, are, what do they really want? Like, it's not like... I think you think about what Alice is. She's so dead set now of her children being the heirs of the Iron Throne. And she was... she Because at the point, she was just like her... um her Like, her son. Like, she she didn't care. She she understood and respected um, Viserys' um, choice to pick Rhaenyra's to be the heir. But, you know, she heard, you know, the father, Otto, did his thing. And, you know, I feel like he really did brainwash her, manipulate her to really thinking that, you know, he has a, you have a right to it. And now, now we're seeing all of this. And I, and I just keep on thinking about the big, big scene. That big scene where everybody's together. Because that's still just, that was, that was, that to me was probably, probably the best scene of the series so far. Like, I was just really blown away, just how everybody's acting, like seeing first Rhaenyra's being under, um, being on the defensive side, you know, uh, when, um, 
when Allison was calling her out about you know about her son's eye, to when her son told him that you know what Amen said, she was straight onto the attack mode and she she went down to business. And then I know you have your favorite quote, but I think from Corey's, but my favorite quote is um is Renera talking to Allison after she's trying to stab um you know take the eye with the with the cat's paw dagger. And she says so subtly, she goes, Now they'll see you for who you are. Yes, and now they see you for who you truly are. That was great A+. Plus. Oh, man. I want that to be a text message ringtone for me. So every time somebody texts me or calls me, you just hear, and now they see you for who you truly are. Alicent, let her go! Where is duty? Where is sacrifice? It's trampled under your pretty foot again. Release the blade, Alison. And now you take my son's pie, and to even that you feel entitled. Exhausting, wasn't it? Hiding beneath the cloak of your own righteousness. But now they see you as you are. Yeah, and Alice. and and you see that yes. you know Rhaenyra's not real. Rhaenyra's not out of it. You know, she's still she's still in it. She's still yes. looking for opportunity. Still, you know, and and she sees an opportunity here where, you know, in front of all these people, like, she's kind of lost her mind a little bit. She did. She did. She exploited her on that. That was an excellent move on Renera's part. She saw that and she took it on there. She said she wanted to know where was the stand I was coming from. And, <laughs> and then, you know, Viserys exercising his right as king. With his again with his own children, I thought that was very funny. So your king's talking to you like, oh okay. And they said it, but she did go crazy. She tried to take out the hand, but you know that definitely shows. So it's it's game on. And that and I don't know if you noticed it, but that divide towards the end, the divide you see on one side, Renaris with Damon coming towards her, her two children, um, uh, Corius. And on the other side, Allison, along with her children, um, Kristen Cole. I was like, yeah, this is this is it. This is like this this is game on. This yeah, they're people. they're definitely they're drawing the lines. They're 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 getting the whole thing set up. Yes, it's so good. I can't wait. I'm I'm just that was wild. That was really good. Yeah, and also you know keep in mind like this this also kind of affects the balance of power a little bit because you know if you so if you suppose you know pre this episode that you know should have come down to it that Damon would be on Rhaenyra's side right he'd be on the blacks right and you know then you would assume his wife would be with him and with her dragon yeah that's a big big oh my goodness and now that Amon has Vagar. Right. And so so the balance of power becomes, you know, just a little kind of more, um, you, you know, a little, little kind of more even. Oh, absolutely. He said it. He says, okay, Mom. He said, I may have lost an, um, an eye, but what I gained is much more valuable. I gained a dragon. Making the prophecy of um, of her Helena's prophecy come true, and Otto confirming that he said what he, what, what he did really helped us in the long run. He's 
I was very, very confident that they will succeed in claiming, you know, conquering the um the Iron Throne from Rhaenyra's grasp. So it really is making making good for um good television, good entertainment, a bloody bloody fight down the road. Oh no, that that dragon is that's a, that's a big dragon. And that's what I'm saying. You know, like they had, you know, Rhaenyra's, you know, team Rhaenyra, the team Black, whatever. They, you know, they basically had almost all the dragons. Yeah. And, you know, so with Vagar going over to Team Green, not only is she the oldest, the biggest, the more experienced, the most experienced dragon, um, you know, so she could take out, you know, maybe a couple of those other dragons, especially, you know, the younger ones. Oh, yeah. That's going to be wild. Oh, I can, I can only imagine. That's a, that's a big get for Team Green there. A big, big, big play. That's like the Tom Brady of dragons. <laughs> Tom Brady of dragons. Although Tom Brady's not doing all that well right now, but that's a story for a different podcast. <laughs> that's, that's the wrong podcast. Wrong podcast at the wrong time, but you get what I'm trying to say. Whew. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. And she, you know what? Renera, she was really good. She 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 talked to De, um to Damon. And she she was she was really vulnerable. She says, you know, I needed you. You abandoned me, but you know what? Let's let's make this work this time. Both, you know, make a way to get married. They got you know, they, they provided a plan for um Lena to, you know, to have his life so that way she could be free to be married and make their bloodline stronger. I know, spoiler alert for anyone, um, I do know that they do have children, so that's going to be interesting. And I'm not wondering, like I said, I don't know, but I wonder if Damon is going to push for his child, if it's a boy, with Rhaenyra's, to be on the Iron Throne, rather than her other two. And that might cause conflict. Possibly, but then you know the other the other thing is the way people are always dying around here. You know, they, oh. uh, there's always going to be uh, you know opportunity for promotion, maybe. Oh no! I like those kids. <laughs> oh man, I think that's gonna that's gonna really shock me. That's gonna if that stuff like that happens, if people get promoted, quote unquote, that's gonna really shock me. But I know from people that that read the book, they said they said, "Oh, if you thought what they've been doing right now was cruel, I've seen nothing yet." Mike, can you confirm that? Oh, absolutely. There is, and I won't, I won't, I won't tell you who, but there is um, at least one major character who feeds at least another major character to their dragon alive. No way. No way. No way. Yep. Do you think we're going to see this in season two? No, that's... I would imagine that would be... That's probably... No, that would be probably closer to the end of the series, I would think. Oh, my goodness. That is wild. Oh, man. I want to hear from y'all, too, for watching. Please, because I'd be looking at your comments. What do y'all think about that? Because that just blows my... Because now I'm just really trying to figure out, who is this going to be? 
We got all these main, main, these main characters, and that's why I'm so scared because I feel like whoever's main characters are really not really main characters. They, the ones I always think legit die off. Rest in peace, Lena and Harwin, because I really thought those were some main players that's gonna help out in the long run. But you know how they are. So I'm. This is gonna be interesting. Oh, that's vicious. That is that's that's cruel. That's yeah. I'm sorry. Seriously. I, I wonder what the context of that was. Like, oh my, okay, all right. I am interested, though, just to seeing the fate of Allison, seeing the fate of Otto Hightower. I hope Damon might be the one. Maybe that might be, that would be awesome to see Damon feed Otto Hightower to a dragon. That would be satisfaction. Because, I, you know, believe it or not, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of Damon, man. He does some horrible stuff, but he's, he makes things interesting. I don't know if it's toxicness. I don't know, <laughs> but he's 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 a fan. I'm a fan of him. Yeah, no, he's definitely. Um, he is definitely uh, an interesting character and one you want to definitely keep his uh, keep your eye on. Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm not aiming. I have two eyes, so I have both my eyes on him. At like a magnifying glass. I'm, I'm, I'm watching him. I'm dis trying to dissect his motives. Cause I still believe that he's doing all this for a reason. He's playing for the long run. He's. I think he's. I think I heard someone say that. Yeah, someone said or, or wrote it that he's two steps ahead. And I agree. Whoever said that, I do believe it. I feel like we need to give him more, more consideration of, of the doubt because he's. He's smarter than what he what he's letting on to be, and I feel like a lot of people, they 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 um, with they under they're underestimating him. I feel like like someone like Otto Hightower is definitely underestimating him, and I think that quote that he said to Otto, he says, you know, the leech get fatter, but yet they still want another meal. Like that was definitely cold, but very good. I love the fact he's like, you better watch yourself because I think he's gonna surprise people. You know, he David is aware he's been all he's he. He been separates him from um, Viserys is that he hasn't been kept in the bubble of the Red Keep, but he's been uh -huh. around, you know, the world. He's been around different areas. He knows what the real world is like. You see that how he's even showing Rhaenyra's when she was young about, you know, the things with the, with the commoners and stuff. So he he knows the stuff. He knows what he's doing. People ask me if I'm Team Green or Team Team Black right now. Team nobody, but I'm, I'm, I might join just join to be Team Damon, even though I don't trust him. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Switches every week, though. So right this it week, does. I'm Team Damon. All right, so we're looking forward to uh, to next week to this episode um, coming up. Um, but it's, it's, I hate to say it, man, we're, Wait. we're start, we're, we're like starting to head down the back slide, you know? Oh, I'm so emotional right now, man. I know. And HBO, they take HBO. If you're listening to this, please, please start, start casting. You, you guys have the material right now. Don't, please don't just be like a 2024, 2025, um, release. And I know that's what it's going to be. It's going to, it's, 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 it's. It's going to be a long one, but I don't want that. It's going to be... So that's going to make me really sad because I really... I'm really invested right now. I really want to see what happens, what's going on, but... 
Speed this up. Speed it up. Don't make it too long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they they were pretty quick to announce it, but, you know, you still... Uh, they still need to do it. I mean, they're not going to start working on it until early, probably early next year. So, um, I think they're planning on filming from like March to June of next year. Oh, so man. you're probably not going to see it until like gonna, mid, mid to late 2024. Mid to late 2024. I'm okay. I'm crying right now. Ugh. It's like, man, I gotta keep, I gotta keep living. I know, like, you see how this world is, there's so many crazy stuff happening, man, I'm like, okay, can I, I hopefully I can pour it, I'm just going to have to stay in the house for like another year, just to ensure safety, hopefully, <laughs> and my house doesn't collapse, food. yeah, that's all I need, is food and water, because <laughs> I, I need to know, that's why, that's what makes me want to read the books now, because I need to know, I just, I need to know, and that's, I'm trying my best. But I think I can do it. A year's not that bad. I, if it's just like a year, yes, don't make it two years. Well, it'll be probably a year and a half, a year and a half, a year and three quarters from when oh. you know this season ends to when the next one starts. All right, I'll I'll try. My Which is okay. I mean, that gives it that gives us like a year, and then time to rewatch. Absolutely. You know, and fall back into it. Absolutely. I can't wait for that. Awesome. And then, you know, supposedly they're still they're still doing the Jon Snow show. You know what? The Jon Snow show. It's the Jon Snow show. Yeah, featuring <laughs> the one who knows nothing. You know, whatever whatever that series is. Um, now, is it going to be a series, or is it going to be like a mini-series or a movie? Like how they did with Breaking Bad, they did like a post-movie, like El Camino? No, it's going to be it's going to be a series, like a regular series. Wow, the actual seasons. An actual series with actual seasons, yeah. Oh. I don't know about that one. <laughs> you know, and there's also, I mean, think about it, there's also a possibility... So, so here's a couple things. You know, you could you could wind up seeing Daenerys. You could wind up seeing Daenerys in a flashback. Um, you know, I, but I'm also, heard. I gotta say, 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 it, it's the nerd rule, right? No one ever really dies. We've seen people come back to life in Game of Thrones. That's what I was gonna say. I heard a big theory that Drogon took the body of Daenerys. To one of the um, one of the red priestess. Yeah, there's a lot of magic going on over there in Essos. Yes, but what will be the importance of the resurrection of Daenerys? I, I, that's why I want to. That's why I want to understand because the whole point of her, I feel like the whole point of her story was for her just to have that one goal to claim the Iron Throne, and now that the Iron Throne, Loose Flash, is melted, is gone. What's gonna? What's the purpose of her coming back if that was the case? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's possible. I know. I, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would love that. I'm not even saying it's going to be a good idea. I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of things that there's a lot of could bees. It is a lot of could bees. I and I heard in the main, yeah, in current characters. <laughs> 
Bring back Joffrey for all we know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't. I can't. I can't. Joffrey, I man. know people are flipping yeah. out. <laughs> I'm causing trouble. But I'm looking forward to that too. That I hopefully that comes out. Oh, you know what is coming out though? In, um, The Last of Us. And I feel like that might be a good... Um, that's going to be a good series, like a distraction series. I shouldn't say distraction, because it's going to be, in its, in its own right, that's going to be, like, phenomenal. So, but that's definitely going to be 2023. So, I guess that will help, that will hold me over. Until yeah. And, you know, it's, it's funny, because I was just thinking, like, when you're, like, bringing anybody back, I was just thinking about, you know, bring, uh, um... Orion? No, no, um... Oh, what the heck's her name? Um... Mormont? Yeah, Lena Mormon. That bring that little badass back. Oh, you she's know. amazing. But she's in The Last of Us. That actress. Her and Obian. Yeah, she's playing um, Joel. Uh, she's playing Ellie. Yeah. Ellie, yeah. No, yeah, and Pedro Pascal's playing Joel, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's. I can't believe that two Game of Thrones big, big Game of Thrones um characters playing characters and uh, the the main characters of, of The Last of Us. So that's I'm gonna be looking forward to that. I've got. I still have to. Replay the game, Team PlayStation. Mike, you still gotta get PlayStation, Mike. Yeah, do I know? <laughs> yes, maybe. Um, well, we gotta go watch the show since the show's gonna be based off the game. So yeah. Well, yeah, it's gonna be that. We're, it's, I always say this: what a time to be alive. We got the major shows like House of the Dragon and all these other shows where we can just break them down, dissect them, and whatnot. But this, the, the House of the Dragon. Um, I know it's the show's not over yet, but it's really hitting every expectation that um that I have for it. And I had it low, but it's really exceeded it beyond because you know, I PTSD from the previous um the, the last seasons of Game of Thrones, but it, Yeah, absolutely. It's and it's it's way better than it had any expectation of being. Yes. And um you know, it's going to be interesting to see what they what they're doing going what they do going forward with it. I mean, do I think in in total, like, is it a better show than Game of Thrones? Absolutely not. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I you know, I was thinking I mean, about that too. Game of Thrones, especially that first six seasons of Game of Thrones, was some of the best stuff that's ever been on television. Oh, uh, a lot. Of, yeah. In terms of production values, in terms of its development, characters and storytelling. And just the just the the language and the scripts and the writing, yeah. Um, but you know, the, I mean, this show's really good. And, it's really really good. It's, um, it's it's gotten you know in in a very short time it's gotten off the ground and gotten gotten really good. I don't think Game of Thrones you know first season really started no hitting this this quickly. Yeah. I think 10 million um, viewers on um, first episode of House of Dragon. 10 yeah. million. So that, that, that says a lot. It's been growing ever since. You know, HBO's, you know, HBO's really hitting. I mean, they've got some, they've got some really uh, good shows going on. And, uh, they do. They're doing okay for themselves. I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not either. Yes. All right, so we will talk to you folks next week. Um, Justin, I will see you in a couple of days. Yes, you will. New York Comic Con. Comic Con. New York Comic Con. Justin and I will both be in attendance. Yes. Um, Sadie Nolan House of Dragon cosplay for next year. I'm, I'm really thinking that. Well, um, 
Don't uh oh. You know. Uh oh. Don't catch your dragon eggs before they're hatched, okay? Okay, yep. Let me. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll drop a report or two from the floor, and uh, but in the meantime, we'll uh, we'll catch you guys on the on the backside of the next episode. Yes. See you guys. <laughs>